Hi, everybody. Today, I'm going to talk about how to be somebody's priority, not their option. I hope by the end of the podcast, you understand the difference because there are some subtle differences when we're in relationships and dealing with another person. You also have to know their love language. Okay. So one of the things that I think we all know is that when people want to be in our lives, they'll clearly indicate to you what your place is in their life. So from their communication to the first date to the first move and how they treat you thereafter indicates pretty clearly where you stand in their life. So if you want to be somebody's priority and not their option, you need to pay attention to several things. So in the beginning, usually they pursue you, but their interest in their communication and their responses have really dropped off significantly and you're doing all the work. You know that you have become their option. You're not their priority. Now, it's really hard for us to admit that you're allowing somebody to treat you as an option, but the sooner that you acknowledge that you're not their priority, the faster you can take your power back from them. So one of the delineations I want to make here is knowing the love language of the man or the woman or the person with who you're in a relationship with. And it's different from being an option, not a priority. Sometimes we'll get into a relationship with somebody who has just started a business or is really deep into their work because that has always been something that is a priority for them. It doesn't mean that you're not their priority and that you are an option. It could very well mean that that is just part of who they are. That's something that's very important to them. So that has to be clarified. And typically somebody will tell you, and it gets a little murky because Oftentimes, people will use their work or their family or their baseball or whatever they're doing as an excuse to put you off. So you really have to know the difference by how they communicate with you. How often do they see you? Do they take you out? Okay, so I'm going to go into signs that you're just an option. And this is by no means a complete list. I'm sure that we could add thousands Of different behaviors to this. Okay. But number one, you're rarely their plus one. So they don't invite you to weddings or dinner parties or dinner with friends or any kind of occasion where other people that they hang out with have invited them to. Number two, they hit you up at the last minute. Number three, plans are always on their terms. Number four, they never take you out. Number five, they often cancel plans or they don't follow through with plans. Number six, they forget dates that are important to you, like your birthday. Number seven, you do most of the texting and make most of the moves towards them. Number eight, you make excuses about their behavior to your friends and family. Number nine, you catch them in little lies and in big lies. Number 10, they're vague about what they're doing. Number 11, they only show up for physical gratification, think booty call, and then they bail on you again. So what you need to know is to become somebody's priority means that you have to change. You will not change the other person or anybody for that matter, unless you first change. It's just the way things work. When you change, everything changes. You guys hear me say this a lot. You show people how you want to be treated by what you accept from them. So anytime 
you are accepting anything less and you allow somebody to treat you like a doormat or walk over you, you're telling them, this is okay. I accept this. I don't feel good enough about myself to ask anything from you. And whenever we're afraid to ask for something from somebody, it's a pretty clear indication that we have an insecurity about whether or not that person is going to give it to us. So in many ways, you set yourself up for a no or a rejection just by the fact that you're feeling that way. So anytime that you accept any of the above 11 signs that I just read off to you, that means that you're just being an option. You're allowing your partner to treat you as an option. And you know in your gut when you're somebody's option, trust your gut. That's why you're hesitant to say, hey, you know, where are we in this relationship? How do you feel about me? That's a clear indication that they could be very unsure about how they feel about you. Or maybe they're just not that into you and you really are an option. So to take back control of the situation, you need to acknowledge that you're allowing yourself to not be treated like a priority. So you are allowing someone to treat you poorly. Okay, your partner's behavior, you are allowing. And that's a really scary thing when you are really attached to somebody and you feel the need to keep yourself attached to them. You're afraid to let go of them. But in order to get your power back, you have to change. I have counseled many people who successfully turn the tide when they finally realize that the only reason that their significant other treated them like this was because they allowed it. So in order to turn the tide like they did, you have to possess four elements. Number one, you have to have the unshakable belief that you deserve better. And number two, you have to have the will to control your need to have the person's attention at any cost. That means you have to have the willpower to tell your ego that is dying because they're not giving you their attention to shut up and sit in the corner because you're doing something else. You're trying and you're, you're actually, you're not trying. You're going to be somebody's priority. You're not going to be an option. Number three, you have to have the discipline to follow through by not accepting anything less than what you want. And whenever I talk about discipline, I'm talking about learning because that's what discipline is. It's learning a new behavior. So when you discipline yourself to follow through with the very thing that you have declared, energy follows intention, for example, I am no longer going to be anybody's option. I am only a priority. You have to learn that new behavior by saying no to allowing somebody to treat you like that. Number four, you have to have the deep inner knowing that you can have better because you deserve better. So you're going to absolutely declare you deserve better than what you've been accepting. End of story. Then I want you to ask yourself these questions. Do you believe that you deserve better than you're being treated? And do you believe that your partner is better than you or is more important to you? And if so, I want you to tell yourself why. Write that down. That can be a very, very powerful tool to uncover why you allow people to do this. And I'll tell you what, human behavior is really interesting. And when you change yours, 
you're going to see that the other person changes because now you have embraced something different about yourself, a different need, a different desire. And most of the time I have found that people do treat you differently, but you absolutely have to follow through. So if you believe either of the things that I just told you to ask yourself, do you believe that you deserve better than you're being treated? Or do you believe your partner's better than you or more important to you? And if so, why? Then why on earth, if you do not believe those things, would you allow somebody to treat you like an option? So you have to be completely honest with yourself before you can address how you have to know why you allow someone to treat you like an option. So it is a little bit of an exercise. You've got to dig into yourself. Why do you allow people to do this? What is it that makes you feel like you need somebody enough where you would let them treat you then less than what you believe you deserve? So no matter what your answer is, you want to be treated better, right? Then you need to start acting like it. You need to choose that right now. Your mantra, I'm a priority and I will always be a priority. That's your mantra. I'm a priority and I will always be a priority. And you repeat that to yourself over and over again. Think about that, embrace that, encompass it. Remember, I didn't say anything about being an option. I said, I'm a priority and I'll always be a priority. So number one, you do not accept less. You're not desperate, so stop acting like it. When you decide that you're not going to accept being anything but a priority, you're going to switch up your thinking. And when you switch up your thinking, your behavior follows. You're going to stop responding immediately to your partner's messages or their calls or any other requests that they have because you're sending them your own message. You're not as available to them as you once were because they don't treat you in a way that's equal. You're taking your power back and trust me, they'll notice. Secondly, you need to possess an inner discipline. You have to be sure you have firm control over your reactions. And that's a big one because many partners try to trigger you emotionally in order to get their fix. So when you're not responding so quickly, suddenly they're going to notice and they might try and trigger you. Okay, because when they get a reaction from you, they just got your energy and attention, right? So you, you know, it can, it can be even in the form of chasing, you wind up chasing them. So they need, and they want you to know that you're still available to them. That's really important to them. So take that off the table and you need to keep it off the table until you notice that you're an important priority through their behavior, not their words their behavior. People show you and you show them how you will uh, allow yourself to be treated. So remember this, it goes hand in hand. This is where relationships are about relating. I also want you to remember to remain kind. You see, you've told them how you're going to be treated. So why would you be angry at them for treating you that way? You're just taking it off the table. Old behavior out the door, new behavior on the table. So trust me, they're going to notice that too. The third thing is being very resolute. You cannot be weak. Partners are used to making you an option can smell your weakness a mile away. You want them to feel your strength and your firm boundary that you're not allowing people to treat you like anything other than a priority. So turn it up and turn it on. And when you flail, 
and you want to roll over and give up so that you can have your own emotional fix because you have to feel them too, remember, you're choosing to be an option. That's weakness. That's the weakness. And sometimes we're going to be weak. And if you're weak, you need to pick yourself back up and you need to do it again. Choose instead to be a priority and you will be. So remember, it's a choice. So here's what you can expect and here's how you change it. People change their behavior when they feel the need to change it because they're not getting what they want. That goes for you too. And it goes for your partner. At first, they're going to continue to behave in a way which they've become very accustomed to. That's really normal. But when you don't flinch, they will. If you allow your partner to treat you as an option, they're going to continue to do so. When you shift your beliefs and your behaviors, you challenge their behavior and they don't like it. It makes them uncomfortable because they're used to your energy. See, there's your power, your attention, your energy. What you gave them matters. So expect some pushback. But if you're resolute and you're disciplined, remember, discipline is learning new behavior. They will be the ones that change because you're teaching them something different. They don't have any other choice because you're not going to participate in the idea that you're an option. You're a priority, period. Set your clear boundaries with yourself first. You absolutely have to say no more. It doesn't feel good. Why would you continue to do that? It's like drinking a bottle of vodka and then waking up the next morning and say, God, I feel awful. I think I'll do that again. Why? Why would you do that? That makes no sense unless you like feeling like shit. So your partner's going to ask you why you're different, bet on that, and bend the truth to bend your resolution. And so what I mean by bending your truth to bend the resolution is you're bending the truth to your new belief about yourself. You see, I want you to be firm and know why being respected and having boundaries is important to you. You have to have your boundaries respected. So you're bending reality to meet your new demand. But you've got to feel it and you've got to know it because feeling bad is no longer an option for you. Your priority is to feel good about yourself, to to know that you are deserving and worth it. So I'm a firm believer in telling someone what it is that you need. Some people are not very good at doing that. So they use behaviors and actions. That's fine. Again, we're talking about love language. I'm just telling you what I do and you have to do what works for you because it's more natural and it'll get you what you want. So each time your partner treats you like an option, you have to make it clear in your own way that this is unacceptable. But remember to stay calm because if you react, you give away your power. You see, that's sort of the glitch here. Sometimes not responding sends a really clear message and maybe you don't respond for 20 minutes or two hours or a day, but I don't want you to go too far in playing a game. I want you to be clear that something isn't working for you and it's better for you to not show your anger and a firm no through your energy is enough or just to say, this doesn't work for me. Okay. And they might respond and give you a big blank zero and you might have to wait for a day or a week or two weeks, but you need to just stay firm. That's going to be the challenge. So remember, write it down. You're a priority. 
I'm going to give you a really good example of something that I went through. I really looked up to my mentor and he was like a God to me because I wanted to be him. I wanted to emulate him. And so I'd been working with him for about a year and he was notoriously late for our meetings. It used to piss me off. So one morning I waited for this guy for over 90 minutes and I realized he didn't respect my time. I'd set the pattern with him myself because I allowed him to be late and I never said anything. And I'm a real stickler about that. So I picked up the phone and I called and I asked him this question. I said, do you think that your time is more important than mine? And he literally like stumbled and he asked me, what? Repeat the question. And I asked him a second time. I said, do you think that your time is more important than mine? And he said, no, I don't think that my time is more important than yours. And I said, then I would appreciate it if you would be on time because I had a lot of other things that I could have done in the 90 minutes that I've waited for you. And you know, he was never late again. And if he was going to be late, I knew at least two or three hours ahead of time. So I could plan accordingly because my time was as important as his time. And when I set that boundary, it bled into other areas of my life where I was able to set other boundaries, not accepting shitty behavior from friends. And for that matter, you know, at the grocery checkout line, it wasn't that I was mean. I just didn't accept it. I wouldn't respond. I wouldn't react to it. Just no, we don't do that. And people had to change their behavior. So the thing that you need to know is people will constantly test your boundaries. It's like children because they're used to behaving a certain way. They're used to getting reactions from people with the way that they treat you, with their behavior. But you have to remain firm. You tell them you value yourself too much to be treated like a doormat by how you respond or not respond. So you need to make it clear to people that if their behavior doesn't change, you don't engage with them. It's that simple. It's painful at first because we're making the changes, but you have to know that when you make the change, you're bending reality to meet your new demand. If they continue to treat you poorly, you just tell them you're going to end the relationship and any communication with them and then do it. Follow through on what you say you're going to do. If you don't follow through, you're going to show weakness. Don't say it if you can't follow through. But I will tell you, if you empower yourself in this way, my God, your life changes like you wouldn't believe. So in the process, you're going to become better, a better person. You become much more interesting. You're a better version of yourself. People love a bit of a challenge. People love a person who respects themselves. They do. It's attractive. It's sexy. It's intelligent. People put more effort into knowing you when your attitude exudes a confidence that says, I'm my own priority. I don't lower my standards to be anybody else's option, period. So when you remain true and resolute, you find that your partner changes their behavior because you don't feed theirs. It can happen really quickly. Sometimes it takes months, but it's all about you saying, I'm in a priority. They're going to know that you accept nothing but being a priority and they're going to treat you like a priority or the relationship ends or it fizzles. I guarantee you they always come back because they see you as valuable because you value yourself. 
they're going to be more attracted to you because valuing yourself is attractive. When people really like themselves and they value what they do and they take a stand for what they believe and they don't accept anything less, people love that. Being needy and desperate, that is not attractive. And you should know that. That's why many people go through many, many relationships. They're too needy. They're too desperate. That's not interesting. It's not attractive. The only thing you need is to be your own priority. You have to find that within yourself. So the most important piece of advice that I can impart to you is that when you make yourself a priority, you're changing your energy. Having the willingness to not be somebody's option says that you respect and you love yourself. And when you change, everything changes. So if you meet somebody that treats you like an option or treats you as if you don't matter, remember, you get exactly what you need. Someone to mirror back to you your own self-worth because they're treating you poorly. That's your mirror. That's your gauge. And you pull that back immediately. The most important thing you know in this life is that you matter. You matter. Every single thing comes down to love and being loved and knowing that you matter. Love yourself first. Make yourself your own priority. And if you're lucky enough to meet somebody that loves you and helps you heal your way through by saying you matter, you're a priority, God bless you. You've got something very valuable. So below, I'm going to give you a couple of questions here that I refer to when I'm working with people that have never been somebody's priority or never felt that they could be a priority because they were never treated like that when they were kids. So the first thing I ask is, do you know what it feels like to be a healthy priority? And feeling dictates, it feels good. And sometimes when people don't know what it's like to be a healthy priority, they feel like people that mistreat them feels good when actually it feels like shit. So you need to start to emulate and look for people that you respect. What is it that they allow in their lives? And look at that. And then ask yourself what your own priorities are. Your own priorities, not somebody else's. And then look at who you allow to use your energy and suck the life out of you. Those people, you're going to have to sideline. And look at where the pattern and the habit comes from. And it's typically our childhood. Or someone that we really loved that really mistreated us. And are you over-accommodating with your friends, your lovers, your family members, your workmates? Do you over-accommodate and give and give and give? And then do you feel like you're shit on? Okay, so that's because it's not equal. You have to pull back that giving. And you'll say, oh, but I'm a really giving person. Are you going to keep giving till it hurts at your own expense? That's not respecting yourself. That's a bullshit. That's a lie you tell yourself. Pull that back. Are you understanding and allowing everybody to dump on you, feeling you empty and alone? You feel empty and alone. You get home. Everybody dumped on you. Come on. That's another sign. It's okay to let people dump on you and have an equal give and take. But when they don't give anything back to you, you need to look at that. You're not a priority. You're their option because all they do is dump on people and then run. That's sucking your energy. You need to sign by that too. 
So the other thing that you ask yourself is what's important to you? Write those things down. What do you bring to a relationship? What kind of value do you bring to a relationship? Write that down. And what value do you need brought to yourself from another person? What do you need from another person? What do you value enough and say, this is what I value. This is what I need in a relationship too. You need to be direct with yourself about what you need because in turn, you will then mirror that back to somebody and you won't be attracting to yourself anybody that's going to treat you like an option. You'll just embody that energy and behavior. And that's what you need to understand is your thoughts communicate with other people's thoughts. There's this huge web of energy that interacts. And so you ask yourself, well, why do I always pick people like this? Because that's what you believe about yourself. So it's about changing your energy by investing in yourself, meaning spend time with yourself, spend time on this and don't give up. Don't ever allow yourself to go backward. And if you fall back up or you fall backward, get back up. Remember, allow yourself to be human and allow other people to be human. I think if you follow this advice, better people and better relationships come because I've seen it over and over and over again. So remember, when you change and you make your life better, you make the world better. And that's really what this is all about. So thanks for listening. I hope I helped you guys. And if you like this podcast, please clap for it and share it. All right. Have a great one. I hope you listen to our next podcast.